Hi, everyone. You're listening to Oh My Travel Podcast. I'm your host, Janine, a.k.a. La Wild Explorer, and I'm here today with our producer, Martha. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to Oh My Travel Podcast. I'm here with Martha and a very special guest, Jessica Yanez of Wine and Cheese Podcast. Hey, Jessica. Hey, how are you? I'm good. We're so excited to have you on because, well, I love wine. Martha and I love <laughs> cheese, so we love cheese. <laughs> and yeah, I I want to give you the chance to just kind of like tell us about you, like who is Jessica, and then tell us a little bit about the podcast. Who is Jessica? Wow, that's like such a big question, right? <laughs> when you're asking somebody, who are you? I'm the most amazing Jessica Yanez you will ever meet in your entire life. <laughs> yeah, I believe it. I believe it. <laughs> Um, I am a born and raised San Diego girl. I've been very fortunate that I've kind of lived all over the place I've lived and I wasn't an army brat or, you know, my parents were in the military, but, you know, I've been very fortunate that I've mostly lived across the Southwest. My most significant time outside of California was in Dallas where I lived for 15 years. And I am the oldest of three girls, which I think definitely lends a lot to me wanting to lead things because as the oldest, I was always the first one to do stuff. And I am a true Scorpio. I, well, I will say this with the exception of, I don't, I can be a hermit when this pandemic has given me the opportunity to be that, but I really do enjoy people. I get, I'm super extroverted and obviously I love wine and I love cheese, because I created a whole podcast surrounding that. Um, and it was really to amplify voices across communities of color. And when you love wine, like cheese is really a play off of cheese and cheese because I've had these like wine and cheese tastings with my friends for, I don't know, 15, 20 years. So basically what you hear on the podcast is who I am. I'm somebody, I was always that kid who was very curious. So I'm still an adult who's very curious. And now I just record it. <laughs> I love that. Oh my God. Um, I feel like we're kind of like soul sisters. I'm a Scorpio too. I'm the oldest, uh, but I'm very introvert. So um, yes, yeah, it I'm, takes Janine a little bit to get out of her shell. Oh, not me. I could get a story out of a brick wall. So that makes me a little, really extroverted or a little bit crazy. <laughs> hey, girl, we're going to have to check your rising and your rising and your moons and all those too. It, it's probably a little bit of a, of an Aries in there or an Aquarius or Leo. I see Leo for you. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, I checked it a while ago, but it's been a while and I honestly completely forgot. So I'm going to have to do it again. Awesome. Well, thank you for sharing that with us. And we're just, I love the name of your podcast. It's just so perfect. So kudos to you for like snagging that name and just thank you. And I'm, I registered the trademark. Hey, yeah. Don't get girl. rid of it for less than a million dollars. <laughs> that is a heffa right there. Making the heffa moves. Trademark that. <laughs> That's right. So, you know, I went through Taylor Tiemann who is amazing lawyer here in California. She's out of LA and she's the person who did all of that for me. Let me just say, when you're doing trademark 
I know it's not cheap to go through a lawyer, but I wanted to be safe. And if there was any questions, I'm not a legal expert. So it is worth the money to pay somebody who can answer those questions should any come back. And that's what I did. Oh, so important and so smart. Like you're, you were seeing this grow into, you know, the empire or whatever you envision from day one. So that's really awesome that you went ahead and did that. You got to, you got to think big. So that's that's really awesome, Jessica. Thank you. All right. So we're going to go into this little segment that Martha and I started and I'm just going to say two different things and you're going to tell me which one you choose. Um, Do I need to take, I have wine with me, of course. So do I need to take a drink of wine before I start answering these questions? Yes. 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 Okay. Wine girl. And what are you drinking? My friend gifted me this um, 2017 Cabernet Sauvignon from Paso Robles. It's called Liberté and it's from Trader Joe's. So here is the challenge I'm having with this wine. I mean, it's good wine. I just tasted it. It's the first time I've tasted it. It says it's vented and bottled by Familia Nueva Vineyards in Paso Robles. However, I cannot find anything on Familia Nueva, uh, Nueva Vineyards. And all I can find when I look up this wine is that it's a Trader Joe's wine. And obviously, I'm very much about Latino vintners. Um, So I am having a challenge. So if anybody knows anything about this wine, please let me know. Because I am putting, I've put together a list, uh, the most comprehensive list of Latino vintners based in the United States. And if they are Latino vintner, I will want to add them and, and share their information. But that's the only challenge I'm having. But it is actually a really good wine. And I think it was probably like $12. Oh, oh, that's good. Yeah. Huh. I wonder. Wines. You don't have to spend a ton of money for good wine. No, not at all. You just have to, you have to know what you're looking for. And um, I always use an app. What is it called? You probably know it, Jessica. Do you use an app when you're ever wine shopping? Yeah. And I am, there is one and all of a sudden I forgot the name, but there's also a new one that I'm testing called Sipped. And that one, it tell you tell like what you like and your price points and everything, and then it'll recommend things for you, but it's, I'm beta testing it right now. So I was trying to do something yesterday and it crashed on me. Um, But yes, and I'm going to remember, because I was just talking about this. I was telling somebody else about this app and it literally, the name just escapes me. But if I remember, I'll, I might remember in the middle of our interview and be like, wait, Right. That's what happens. I'm like that. Um, I want to say it starts with the V. I know it starts with the V and it like gives you the ratings and you're able to like, just take a photo of, of the wine. Um, and then it'll. Bebidas borrachas. I'm just. (laughs) (laughs) Well, there's Vivino. I know that there's Vivino. That's the one I've used. Yes, Vivino. That's the one. Yeah. I don't know, totally. Okay. Yeah. And you I remember it. Yes. Okay. So I'm going to give you um, two different things. You're going to just pick. You're not going to think. You're just whatever comes to mind. Some of these I will like just give a little bit of context, um, you know, right before just, you know, for our audience and, and for you if I'm, you know, because some of these are just really random. <laughs> okay. I'm ready. Okay. 
flights or road trips? Ooh, dang it. That's already a hard one. <laughs> uh, flights. 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 Okay. Um, wine country, Napa or Sonoma? You cannot do that to me. They're really <laughs> together. It's the Napa Sonoma area. <laughs> You're cheating, Jessica, but I'm going to let you slide. <laughs> I'm kidding. Um, Luggage, carry-on only or check-in? Carry-on. Um, wine tasting with your friends, wine tasting with a significant other? With my friends. Domestic travel, international? International. When is it cold? Below 65, below 50? Well, I'm from San Diego, so below 65. <laughs> right? I was bumping up to 70. <laughs> Oh my God. Um, white or red? Red. Um, for wine again, um, French or Italian? Mm, French. Um, for a night out in San Diego, gas lamp, Little Italy. Little Italy. Wine pairing, um, preference, uh, soft cheeses, hard cheeses. Hmm. Dang, soft cheeses. And the last one, Clubhouse or Instagram? Ooh. What are you I vibing with right now? Oh, I've been really vibing in Clubhouse right now. All right. Yeah, Clubhouse has really taken off. I'm like... Well, that's where we can, you know, where I'm connected with Martha, so... Yeah, we love Clubhouse, but we love yeah. Instagram. I don't know. Same. It's hard. Yeah. I love Instagram. I mean, it's, but I, the one thing I appreciate, appreciate about Clubhouse is you can actually, it's almost like this, like right now we're all, we're doing everything audio. I'm not seeing your photos. Um, we're not doing the video because obviously we know it works better that way, but you actually get to hear somebody's voice. You get to hear the context, you get to hear the inflection and you don't get to hear that on other forms of social media. Yeah, you really get the vibe from Clubhouse of a person. You're like, oh, do I vibe with her? Does she sound like she's being like a little bit fake or phony? Or is she like being like true? But honestly, there's been stuff that when I've been on stage and like spoken, there's been things that I don't know if it's going to be like triggering or not. And then I'll start like choking up while I'm talking. And I'm like, well, this is so embarrassing. <laughs> Why did this just happen? No, you know what? That just means that something is really affecting you and that you need to share it, right? Because if we're sharing something and we get, we tear up or we choke up, that's a way of healing. And I truly believe that. And I've done it more than once, especially on Zoom calls with certain groups. I have broken down, ugly cried, everything. And initially I'm like, oh my gosh, I cannot believe I just did this. But after I did it, I was like, oh my gosh, I feel so much better. I, I, that was something that needed to be released. And I think particularly in our community, right within the Latino community, we're not encouraged to share our feelings growing up. No. So when we do, it's like, oh man, that feels so good. Yeah, it does. And it's interesting that 
you know, something like audio can make such a big difference. Like you don't, you don't get that with text at all. And then there was this, you know, huge chunk of time where, you know, before Zoom was, I mean, everybody uses Zoom now, you know, so many people are on Clubhouse now. Audio has really taken off in kind of this COVID era. And um, I mean, we had a big chunk of time where it was just kind of text only, like you would only call people you really like had some sort of connection with, like calling someone was invasive in a way. Yes. It's so interesting now. You know what I use a lot instead of, I mean, I will still text people and sometimes people just don't like being on the phone. I don't mind it, but if I'm, I would rather send a voice, I have an iPhone and I would rather send like a voice memo. So I have friends that we, that's all we do. That's like the majority of how we communicate and we'll talk on the phone as well, or we'll get on other things, but it's not primarily texting. It's sending voice memos back and forth to one another. I love that. I've noticed that a lot more people, so I, pre-COVID, I was traveling a lot. And whenever I would meet someone who was either, um, you know, not an American or an American living abroad, they would always like, we would connect on WhatsApp and it was all like voice notes, not all of it, but they were big on voice notes. And it was so new to me. I'm like, oh, is this an awesome No, it's so awesome because first of all, you can get more, you can say more in 30 seconds on a voice note than you can. Like that would take how long on a text message to say all of those things. And then that inflection, you get to hear how excited somebody is or how sad somebody is or how whatever they're able to really convey that because you hear their voice. Yeah. Have you guys seen that skit of the, um, who is it? Oh my God. Why did their name just escape me? Um, uh, Pell and the one that's married to Gina. No, Chelsea, Peel? something in Peel. Yes. Something in Peel. 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 Yes. There's a skit that they have where they're texting each other back and forth and they're receiving like a totally different message. One, <laughs> like one is getting angry because he thinks he's being like kind of blown off. And then the other one is like, Oh my God, like we're having fun. And then at some point it's like, oh, so you want to go, you want to do this. Let's go right now then. And he was like, oh yeah, I'll go right now. Like, (laughs) sure. And then, so he's like, yeah, we're going to go hang out. And then the other one's like, oh, we're going to (laughs) fight. Oh my gosh. That, yes, that's totally perfect example of how things can be taken out of context when you're sending a text message. So lesson learned everyone. Um, get on the voice notes and um clubhouse yeah (laughs) totally totally then you get to really there's people that I've probably gotten to know better on clubhouse in the last two months than the last two years on Instagram oh you're absolutely right I feel like I just connected like way quicker with someone because you hear their voice, because you hear like their passion, their, you know, whatever it is that they may be talking about. It's, it's just easier to connect. Absolutely. Way easier and quicker because like you said, you get to hear somebody and you're like, oh, I really like the way they're saying something or, oh, I like their passion for this or, oh, you get to, it's just, it's so much, so much easier. It's almost, it sounds really weird 
but it's almost like, you know, it's, it's technically new, I guess, new technology and new app, but it's almost reverting us back to being able to interact with each other without the typing again, right? Because totally. I grew up in an era that we didn't have cell phones. I didn't have a cell phone until after I graduated high school. And it was, I had like getting your own phone line was like a huge deal, which I got because my parents were so sick of me monopolizing the house phone. Yes, I remember that. It was a big deal to have your own line. Yes, oh my gosh. And then I had it like on the highest setting because if I was across the house, I would be booking, (laughs) jumping on my bed to answer the phone. Oh my God. That's what you do. You're having a conversation. You're not seeing the person. You're having a conversation. You're just hearing them. And then we, with cell phones, we were on the phone and then with text messaging, we really reverted a lot to that type of communication. And then now with Clubhouse and how popular that's getting, we're kind of going back to hearing people again. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're so right. Um, I want to segue into travel and I wanted to ask you, Jessica, why is travel important to you? You know, I have not traveled as much as I would like to travel. Um, most of my traveling has been within the States and, and, uh, a few other places, but I think it's important, even if you have not traveled outside of the United States, I think it's very important that when you travel and learn about other people, you become more empathetic. Oftentimes what people, they fear the unknown, right? Mm-hmm. And I think that 100%. has a lot to do with everything that happens in our country. There's so many people that don't leave their bubble, that don't leave their state. Sometimes people don't even leave like their county. And then they hear all of these quote unquote scary things and without any experience, they believe them and they internalize them and they are like, oh my gosh, the world is, is this way when it's really not. When you have the opportunity to explore and learn about other people, you, I think you become more empathetic, you become more knowledgeable, you become I think you become an advocate for being a citizen of the world. We here in the States, even though we're Latinas, you know, so many of us, is this is how we grew up. We grew up with this culture and we are bicultural. However, if we didn't take the time to learn even outside of those, it becomes very easy for your world to be very small and for you to have a very narrow mind. And we in the United States tend to think that we are the only country that matters. And that's very frustrating because there's so many countries, like when we look at the news, they don't, we don't really hear about what's happening in all the other countries. We hear what's happening here. We don't hear what's going on. Like the only you, but every other country knows what's happening in the United States and they know what's happening in the world. So I just think it's important to be a citizen of the world, not just a citizen of your world. Oh, absolutely. Um, I think it's, it's kind of, I don't want to call it a big problem, but it kind of is. It is a problem with a lot of Americans. We, we kind of, we've grown up. I mean, we're taught U.S. history. I 
don't really remember a lot of like world history in in school being taught in school and whatever we're taught is very limited yeah and even within U.S. history what we're taught is very limited absolutely so yeah I know travel has taught me a lot it's really opened up my eyes and I feel like anytime I go on any sort of trip like it you know something stays with you I don't know no I completely agree I think no matter where you go and it's important I think when you travel and I'm sure you guys feel the same way is don't just stick to the touristy things like that's not showing you what that country is or what that region is. You have to explore beyond that. Absolutely. It's a totally different experience. Those tourist spots are made for tourists. So you're not really going to see a lot, a lot of what's truly happening in, in that country or within that city. So that's a great point, Jessica. Yeah. Um, so you Jessica, you said you haven't been on too many trips. Um, so this question will be easy. What's been the best trip you've gone on so far? Um, you know, I've been on the few that I've been on have been really good. Obviously, I've traveled mostly within the U.S., but a couple of Thanksgivings ago, we spent Thanksgiving week in Costa Rica. And that was so much fun. Oh, my, oh my God, gosh. that sounds amazing. I actually slid down a waterfall, which I still like, oh, that was just so great. Just getting up there and being scared. I'm, I mean, I'm at the top of the waterfall. I'm not going to lie. I'm scared going, oh shit. Am I going to really do this? You're like regret, regret, regret. No, I was like, I'm doing it. I'm at the top. I, I'm not going to walk down. I am freaking going down this waterfall. And it was, I get to the, I do it and I come up and I was just like, it was such a rush to do that. And it was so much fun. And my friend had been there a couple of times before. So it wasn't like I was going with somebody else who'd never been there. So we actually stayed with people who lived there. Like we did, we stayed at some hotels and everything like that, but it was nice to not just be in all of these touristy things. So that was lovely. And it was so much fun. And then for Thanksgiving, obviously they don't celebrate Thanksgiving in Costa Rica, but we went to the grocery store and bought a chicken and bought some, you know, like vegetables. And we spent it in a tree house and made our own Thanksgiving. And Thanksgiving, I, I lived so far away for so long that I never came home for Thanksgiving. So for me, Thanksgiving is not a big deal to not be with my family. It's the family I get to be with the family that I create on Thanksgiving. And yeah. it's probably the best Thanksgiving I've ever had just being out there. Oh, that sounds wonderful. Does Costa Rica have um, any, do they produce wine? I feel like they do. There are some making it up. Um, you know what? I did have wine when I was down there. Um, I can't remember if it was Costa Rican wine or not, to be perfectly honest, but I think there was one for sure. When we were in Montezuma, there was a restaurant that they had Costa Rican wine. And I think I had like three glasses. <laughs> so no, pretty I was good. obviously pretty a fan. <laughs> Should have got the bottle. <laughs> there it was just so like, it was so cheap. So I don't even, I don't even know how much the bottle was, but probably, yeah, probably should have checked. Probably should have gotten the bottle. <laughs> 
I love that. Jessica, I wanted to ask, why do you think it was important for you to, um, to like push yourself to go down the waterfall? You know, it's one of those things where I, we went to Hawaii a couple of years ago with my whole family. It was like the first family vacation we'd taken in a while. And my sister and her husband swam out to this rock. I forget what the rock is called. And it took them a while, but they jumped off the cliff or jumped off the rock into the water. Oh, wow. Me and my other sister went, we did a snorkeling to watch the turtles. And I just looked at them in awe. And I was like, man, they were really brave to do that because that's not easy to do that. I'm a klutz. So I always have in my head that I'm going to fall right? Because I can fall, sprain my ankles, walking in chanclas. Like it's, that's, that's me. But I just didn't want to regret anything. I think somebody had did something earlier and I was like, no, next time that opportunity comes, I'm going to take advantage of it. And that's what I did. And I'm so happy I did it. And I have zero regrets. I would absolutely do it again. But I think it was because part of me really wanted to jump off of that rock in Hawaii and I didn't. And so now I had this other opportunity in front of me and I was like, I like, I don't ever want to regret anything. Right. Like the only thing I, I think people, when at the end of your life, the only thing you end up regretting is not doing stuff. So I don't want to have that type of regret. So that's why I had to do it. I love that. And you're absolutely right. It's always like the things that we didn't do. So that's awesome that you're like, no, I missed out last time, not doing it again. Exactly. For you. Um, What's been like one of your, or what has been, I guess, a country or a place that you went to where you just had like a really nice wine experience? It doesn't have to be necessarily like a wine country, but I don't know, just a good wine experience. Hmm. Well, I've yet to go to Valle de Guadalupe, which is, you know, a wine country in Mexico. And I'm only a couple hours away from it. So because it's in Baja California. So I'm looking forward to going there. But as far last year in 2020, I was supposed to go to Spain. And I was looking forward to that. So I haven't gone to like wine countries. I've gone to wine regions. So like Temecula and here in California, I've been to Napa. I even the Portland area, the Oregon area is because there have a lovely wine country. Um, Even in Texas, I've been to those there. So I think ultimately for me, it's I've gone by myself and I've gone with friends and I've had a good time either way. I think when you go with friends, it's about the experience, right? It's about the, the people that you're with. And when you're by yourself, it's really, I think it's also about the person you're with and just taking it in. So they can both be really lovely, amazing experiences. And I've had both and I will continue to have both. And I'm looking forward to more where I am traveling specifically for wine. Because I've traveled not specifically for wine, but I've traveled and drank a lot of wine that's in that region. But with the launch of the podcast, which has only been about a year long, now I'm looking forward to traveling specifically for wine. I love that. So can you give us your recommendations if me and Janine were to go to 
your area, so San Diego, um, are there any wineries, vineyards that we should definitely check out? Um, I know that there's a lot in Temecula. Um, I don't know exactly what San Diego has for that, but um, what are your recommendations for us? There are actually several wineries here in San Diego that people don't even realize. They're mostly in North County, which would be like Escondido, Fallbrook, like you're heading towards Temecula. Those are where a lot of those are. Um, if you came down to San Diego, we're going to go to, but we're going to go to Valle de Guadalupe. That's where we're going. That is like the Napa of Mexico in that area. It's only yeah. a that's where I've we're been going. to. I've been to Valle de Guadalupe for my cousin's 30, well, 30 something birthday. So we went out there to celebrate. We spent um, uh, maybe like two days, a little bit shy of two days. Um, they're just hitting up all the, all the vineyards and all the, yeah. So it was, it was really nice. Um, so you will definitely love it. And the food is just excellent. Like beyond excellent um so I had I had a blast me and my sisters and my cousin we had a good time the only thing that's sketchy is that we were uh driving ourselves so some of the roads are like dirt that you're going through because they're they're vineyards so we were like and then we've been drinking so it was like the less the one that had like the least and then we were like okay we're done for the day like let's go so we, you know, we switched off like that and like someone stopped at a certain time so that we'd be able to like drive to our, um, our hotel. Um, well, it wasn't even like a hotel. We, we stayed, um, on a, I guess a, a winery had like the little, little casitas. So little yeah. like rooms. So we, we stayed at one of those. So that was really nice. Um, so definitely hire a car to oh, drive yeah. you well, around. I actually have a friend who she does the, she does a lot of tastings with those wineries so she was like she's telling me I can go whenever so we just need to find a day but here in San Diego there's like Jack Simon vineyards are at a valley center like I said there was a lot out of Escondido Hungry Hawk vineyards um Blue Door winery I think they're in I think that's in Julian so if you like Julian is very known for like their pies and everything so if you really want that type of you know you want to have pie and wine that's always a good Orfilia Vineyards. I am really looking forward to going there. I haven't been there yet. So those are like a few that um, you're able to go to. Like I said, San Diego actually has several, several. I think there's over 20 wineries here and people just don't. Oh my gosh. No, I had no idea. And which is your favorite? Your go-to? Your tried Um, and true with your girlfriends? So as far as I haven't gone with my girlfriends to any of the wineries yet because. So with your booth thing. (laughs) <laughs> I have no <laughs> I am accepting applications <laughs> we're, we're gonna we're gonna put it out we're gonna manifest this we're gonna get you a good someone good yes Honestly. please <laughs> please I do I'm not gonna lie I do have my eye on someone but oh. do tell give us the cheese <laughs> <laughs> I mean yeah right we do we do spill the cheese okay so I met God, watch, I watched met someone this and he's going to be like, oh my gosh, <laughs> I'm no started. Let's go. Okay. I met him on TikTok. What? And, 
Yes. <laughs> that. That's so cool. Like, but how? Like, so you guys like so it's all me. It. No, it's totally all me. I am Ooh, you slid into the DMs. Okay. Yes, I, yeah. Well, okay. So the first TikTok of his I saw was him, or though at least I remember, is him like doing a lip sync, talking about if people are, if their lips aren't matching the words to keep practicing, let's do it again. And his oh my lip God. syncs are so on point. I thought you were going to say the one with the sex, the, the sexy dance where it's like they're normal. And then all of a sudden, like the, the music drops. Oh, and so no. do the clothes. I, I was I, like, ah. I did one of those, but with wine instead of like, instead of the, um, like a person, I did it where I had like all of these bottles of wine. And then as it goes, put your head on my, and when it changes, it's like me pouring the wine. Oh, so, so he hasn't done that one. So that wasn't know. the one that he did that caught no, your eye. No, 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 no. <laughs> he would not do like he, I don't think he would ever do that one. Um, okay. So I saw that and I thought it was funny. And then I just like, he kept coming up on my for you page. And I think it took me a while before I even liked something. And he did one that was talking about when you're a teenager, you think alcohol is disgusting. When you're in your 20s, you're doing it socially. And when you're in your 40s, you're like, this is the only reason for living. And as I have this podcast called the Wine and Cheese Man Podcast, right? So I liked it. And then I put, as I'm trying to build a career out of wine. And then I think it took a while. And then I followed him on Instagram. And then I would like, like certain things. And then he had posted something about Buffy the Vampire Slayer, how she was going to be 40. And me like, oh, Miss Know-It-All response saying, actually, like she's my age, 1977. She's over 40. And he responded saying, no, I meant the character, not the person. He's like, I confused a lot of people with that. Then we started talking on Instagram. And then we would be, messaging on Instagram for like a couple of hours and this happened a few times and then I again me okay this is all me I'm the one who keeps doing this stuff I said hey he was just really interesting to talk to obviously I think he's good looking but you can be good looking and be really stupid zero personality exactly zero personality and he was just really interesting to to chat with so then I said Hey, if you ever want to chat off of Instagram, here's my phone number. And then he replied, cool, here's my phone number. So we went off of, and then we're chatting and then we start sending like voice memos. And then we were talking about something, some pretty intense stuff. And I said, Hey, I was thinking about what we were talking about. He goes, Oh my gosh, I was actually thinking about you. I want to hear what you think. So we set a time to talk on the phone and we talk on the phone. It's like, our first conversation that we ever had on the phone. It's like four hours long. Oh my and, God. Middle school yeah. times again. Right. Oh my gosh. Yeah. But ultimately like he's a really, really good guy. And for me, that's unusual because you always, I always end up being like, Oh, he's kind of a good guy, but he's kind of an asshole. Yeah. And okay. even though everybody has a little bit of asshole tendency, I think his asshole tendency is far less than anybody else I've ever known. <laughs> oh well, but, we're excited for you I mean who knows uh, right now we're just friends and it's I an explore it. page I mean explore page <laughs> explore phase yeah too much you know, social media 
if something happens, I would be totally open to that. Um, and if something didn't, I would appreciate him for the friends that we've become and we are continuing to become. I'll say that. I love that. Well, yeah, that's really nice. So if you were to take him um, to a first date winery vineyard, where are you taking him? Ooh, oh man. If I, if he were to come visit me, cause he doesn't live in the state. <laughs> if he were to come visit me, I think I would take him to, hmm. I, I don't even know if I would want to, there was probably like, there's some places in like Pegley wine or M street wine bar that's in little Italy. And I'm walking distance to little Italy that I would probably take him first because then you get the whole, like you get the ambiance of what little Italy is and drink wine and everything like that. But if I were to take him to an actual winery, I would probably leave San Diego and maybe take him to Santa Barbara. Because okay, there's some really nice. good wines coming out of Santa Barbara. We're jumping to romantic getaway already. <laughs> <laughs> well, if he's, he, if he's coming to visit, why not just go all the way? <laughs> I love it. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> Um, <laughs> now I'm like, crap, I hope he doesn't listen to this episode. <laughs> <laughs> hey, if he really, no, he'll, he'll, he'll be excited to like, what's the like possibilities. <laughs> uh, Jessica, do you have any, um, any future travel plans? Like, I don't know, like for, you know, this year or next year that you're looking forward to? You know, it really depends on what's happening, right? I'm, I'm kind of been playing it by ear. Last year, I was supposed to go to Spain because my, I have a friend who lives in Argentina. So he spends half the year in Argentina and half in Spain. Oh. And I was going to go visit him and we were going to explore Spain and go to Paris and do all of these really cool things. And obviously that did not happen. So this year I've already, I went, I took a road trip to Portland and I stopped a couple of days in Napa. I will be going to Napa again for sure because I've really been building relationships with a lot of these Latino vintners. And many of them were like, you can come stay with us. We want you to stay with us. So I will be going way more often because now I don't have a hotel that I have to pay for. <laughs> nice. That's so perfect. I will be going to Texas again. I usually, I, like I said, I lived there for a while and I try and go back once a year, but um, I will definitely be going there. And I really want to, and you know, in, in Portland, like I said, they have a really lovely wine, uh, like really lovely wineries and really lovely wine up there. Um, Valle de Guadalupe. And if, if we're able to travel internationally, because we're really not welcome anywhere in the world right now, except Mexico, <laughs> um, then I would really love to go to Spain. I love Riojas. And my favorite Rioja, my friend had brought back for me in Spain and they don't sell it in the States. And I really want to go find what it is because I cannot remember the name. It's been so long. I just remember the label. And I really, I've never been to Europe and I really want to go to Europe. So if the opportunity comes to do that, I'm going to jump on it. Yes. Oh my God. I... You're, you're gonna you're gonna fall in love with Spain. I'm I'm really excited for you, and I'm yeah, hoping I love happen like everything gets good soon, so we could all travel. Sorry, Mark. Oh, yeah, I love yes. Spain as well. And um, 
maybe for 2020 we'll do a a wine and cheese mess slash oh my travel and get down to Valle de Guadalupe do we a little collab totally over there should. oh my gosh we totally should viajando en vino yes Martha did you realize you said 2020 no did I you did 2022 2022 <laughs> I'm like let's not go back in time girl please oh no get we are out of 2020, 2020. <laughs> I need the stink off of 2020 from me. Actually, right? I had a daughter in 2020, so it was not all bad, but it was all bad. You know what? I can't say that 2020 was a bad year for me because so many things really, so many wonderful things did did happen for me. And I know I'm so fortunate. I ha- kept my job. I launched the podcast. I have created these relationships with these Latino vintners and started doing these virtual wine tastings because- you know, so many people don't know there's 11,000 wineries in the United States. And wow. I've been trying to, like I said earlier, create the most comprehensive list of Latino owned wine brands based in the United States. And I've only been able to find about 70 of them. That's like 0.007% or something like that of oh wineries. My God. That's and depressing. Yeah, but you know, that's only going to grow. I know that's only going to grow, but so you got to take the opportunity, the oppor- and, and my opportunity that I've had is to really build relationships with these vintners and host these virtual wine tastings that focus very specifically on Latino owned wine brands. Because so many of us, even within our own community, don't even realize it. So I've, it's been really, truly an amazing journey. It will continue to be an amazing journey in regards to all of those things. I'm really excited for what's to come. And, you know, having these virtual wine tastings every month allows me to to highlight these different ones. And even if we if we do a different one every month, that's still a different winery for the next five years. How cool is that? No, that's awesome. I love that you you want to highlight those those wineries. That's really cool. I need a, um, I need to get a list from you. <laughs> yes, no, I'm, so I have a list already on my website on the wine and cheese podcast.com, but I'm creating a more comprehensive list where it's sorted. Like this one is literally just a list in alphabetical order. No, the one I'm revising it with is going to like, it's separating it by states and regions. Oh, awesome. Oh, that's one. Yeah, and um, Jessica just put out her first wine and cheese men newsletter. I got it yesterday. Oh, you um, And she, um, you're you're putting recommendations for for Latino owned vineyards and wineries in it, yeah. so people can find out even there. Just even if they get it uh, once a month, they don't want to do a deep dive, but at least that is available to them. Yeah. So as soon as like that big list gets done, I'm going to make sure I send that out. But in this, like, um, Esfuerzo Wines is who we're working with for the wine tasting for March. And, you know, it's so important to let people know because, you know, across communities of color, people have, have been hit, right? Our communities of color have been hit harder from the pandemic than anybody else. And we've done, a, there's been a lot of focus on Black-owned businesses as there should be. We need to buy from Black-owned businesses. 
but we also need to buy from businesses that support our, that come from our community as well, because there's enough to go around and we need to make sure that we're supporting other communities, but we need to support our own community as well. Absolutely. hundred mm-hmm. percent. Um, Jessica, last question for you. Yes. Dream wine vacation, you, a bottle, or a case, whatever it may be. <laughs> Where are you? And cheese, man. Cheese, man. I am in a villa in Tuscany. Oh, I love it. I love it. Yeah, you definitely get some good everything there. Yeah. Have you ever seen that movie, Under the Tuscan Sun? Yes. Okay, so that's my go-to movie. If I'm feeling really crappy, I put that movie on. And anything that I've seen of Tuscany, it's just like, I want to go there so bad. I want to be just sitting at a villa in a back, like with rows of vineyards and just sitting there with a bottle or a case of wine, just sipping and just being like, my life is fantastic. (laughs) Yes. I feel like once you're there, you're going to feel like you've already been there because you watch the movie. I feel like whenever you you get familiar with um, a place, whether it be just like looking at photos online of that place or like watching a movie, like once you're there, you're like, wait, I feel like I've been here. And I feel yeah. like one of the places, like, and so many of those places I feel like are way better than what you would ever even think they would be. Yeah, you would get there and you would just feel like home almost, like, like, a, like it's different, but the same. I am so excited. You guys are making me extra excited. <laughs> We're going to know. Yeah. No, you're, that's definitely going to happen for you. 2022, there's going to be a lot of changes, all good changes. Oh yeah. 2021 is just now. So, you know, people were so excited for 2020. It's a new decade. People were like, it's the year of vision, which I still believe it is. I think it opened our eyes to a lot of things that we weren't paying attention to. So, but 2021, I feel like all right, we're started. We're still in the tunnel, but we we're starting to see the light at the end of the tunnel, like so recovery. Gonna, yeah, so we're gonna get out and stretch and okay, and start getting ready. And then 2022, we're going to act like complete fools. Like I think that's 2022 is the year of the fool. I'm calling it now. <laughs> oh my god, everyone needs to get on birth control because we're gonna get crazy. Oh my god. <laughs> You know, by time I don't, I'm at that age where it's like the chances keep declining. So girl, you you do not know. You just need one. And there are thousands. (laughs) Well, right now I don't have any, so I'm I'm good. (laughs) No, well, 2022 is going to be a different year. Remember, it's going to be, we're going to be wilding. Yeah. Yes. The year of the wild and the year of the fool. Okay. If I'm including myself in that, you're right. You're right. (laughs) No, but definitely I, I love that, um, that Tuscany vision for you. It'll be good. And you can even start organizing. I think once everything like starts happening, especially with the podcast and like just growing, I feel like you have, you definitely can start doing like wine tour tastings with wine and cheese mist or doing like travel with wine and cheese mist, like doing all of that, like just going. Oh, absolutely. One of the goals that I have 
is to take the Wine and Cheese Made podcast on tour, where, you know, we are going to a certain area and we have a wine and cheese and music and all of these different things. And then we record a, a podcast there with an audience. And I would love to be able to expand that beyond where, you know, maybe there's a couple of us that we decide to travel together and we do that in a different country and try different things. And, you know, if those vintners speak English, find out about their wine and taste it. And I would love that. That's like, that would be the dream. No, I, I definitely see that. And me and Janine, we're, we're in LA. So we are definitely able and willing to drive to you and then drive to Valle de Guadalupe and do that. Anytime, just tell me and I will ask Veronica uh, if she's available and we will go. Oh my God. Even um, I listened to your episode with um, the episode that you did as a guest on um, Tickets to Anywhere. Oh yeah. Um, podcast. And they're in o- Orange County. So I think all, all of us in can LA. do this. Leah's in LA. Oh, Leah's in LA. Yeah. Okay. But we can, that, that works too for me. Oh It'll yeah. be, it'll be the like three podcasts, three different podcasts on the road. You know what? We, cause I know Temecula wineries are open. Maybe we could even just meet there. Okay. And like, no, for sure. We'll, we're going to figure it out. Cause I know Leah wants to go really bad too. And we're going to figure this out. This is going to happen. I'm putting it out there because, you know, as long as you're outside, you're sitting down, you have your mask on, and then you can take it off while you're eating and drinking. We're going to be good. And the, the wineries in Valle de Guadalupe, because I've had friends that go, they said they've been really good about distancing and wearing your mask and having the sanitizer. They've, I've heard that they've been really on it with that in the area. Yeah, no, about. I love that. Um, Mexico in general has been doing like a really good job at, you know, just their protocols are, seem like way more advanced than us. Um, and it's the Americans that go down there, not adhering to those things that, yeah, that fuck it all up. Absolutely. I know. I've heard like horror stories about Tulum and how it's just like this uh, COVID breeding ground because of a lot of sorry to say it but dumb Americans and it's not all Americans of course but right I feel like I've been saying that a lot lately right (laughs) like I said I like us stupid Americans because we can't handle something even talking about like the metric system when I was talking to a friend I'm like we are literally the only country that does not use the metric system and it's so much easier and so I was on the actually the podcast I think that I released on Wednesday, you know, on Wednesday, she's from Colombia. And where she was talking about how much weight is, you know, that they carry on their belt with coffee beans. And she was saying it in grams and I had to convert it because I didn't know. And it's like a hundred something pounds. Oh my God. And I'm like, oh my gosh. But in my head, I'm like, oh my gosh, why don't we? And it, she was like, why don't they teach us this? And I said, well, they tried to do it in the seventies. Like there was in the 1970s, there was a movement to move us to the metric system, but we're assholes. Like generally we're assholes. Too many <laughs> people complained. Yeah. And we're like, it. no, it's too hard. <laughs> oh my God. No, it's, it's so easy. You just, yeah, it's just something that you have to relearn. And, uh, but anyway, 
where can everyone find you, Jessica? Because after this episode, yes. everyone's going to want to have wine and cheese with you. So I hope so. Every Wednesday <laughs> and get the newsletter and look up Latino-owned wineries and vineyards. And it's going to be a movement. Yes. So you can find me on my website, thewineandcheesemepodcast.com, cheese C-H-I-S-M-E. Um, so thewineandcheesemepodcast.com. I'm on Instagram at thewineandcheesme. There are others that are wine and chisme or chisme. Those are not me. It's the wine. Okay. Let's get that straight. I am the wine and chisme. <laughs> <laughs> and um, you can find the podcast pretty much everywhere. It takes forever to get on Pandora. So I'm still waiting to get on Pandora, but uh, pretty much everywhere else, Spotify, Apple, Google, Stitcher. Um, you can even get it directly from my website. And we have merchandise now. So there's hats and shirts and hoodies and coffee mugs. And there's a couple things that are pre-ordered, which are the wine glasses and the wine totes. Those have to be pre-ordered. But otherwise, yeah, we we now have merchandise. And then if you want to be part of the newsletter, just go to the website and put your email in and that will come out every Wednesday uh, and we have the virtual wine. T- oh my gosh. I ever, when I say all the things that I have, I'm like, how am I doing this? Then we have the virtual wine tastings the last Wednesday of every month. I love that. I love that. Every, and it's so easy. It's like Wednesday wine, wine Wednesday. Yeah. Wine and cheese may Wednesday. I've redubbed it. Not just wine Wednesday. It's wine and cheese may Wednesday. <laughs> I love it. Wine and cheese may Wednesday. All right. That's awesome. Everyone go online right now. <laughs> subscribe and yeah thank you so much Jessica it was so awesome to just have this chance to sit down chat with you and you know share some and you guys did really get some cheese today from me we did (laughs) (laughs) no it was so fun thank you guys so much no thank you for coming on we really appreciate it All right, ladies, we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. That's our episode for today. Thank you everyone for listening to Oh My Travel Podcast. You can find us on Instagram at Oh My Travel Podcast. You can find Martha at Martha Gets It and myself at La Wild Explorer. Make sure to subscribe. And if you enjoyed this episode, please consider leaving us a five-star review because it helps us reach more people and we really want this community to grow. And if something from this episode really resonated with you, please take a screenshot and tag us. We love hearing from our community and we'd love to reshare your thoughts from the show. As always, we'll see you next week.